I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So after Super Sunday, the question of the day comes out. I'm doing it, Wes. I'm doing it. All right. The question is, is Taylor Swift ruining the NFL? Now, I, now hold on. Hold on, Max. Before we go any further, and the, and the number to call is 412-919-1316 if you want to get in on this. But here's the fact. All right? She's walking away, you know, with, with Travis after the game's over, and somebody in the crowd is yelling, you're ruining the NFL. I'm like going, huh? Uh, wh- which one of those two is asking for any of this, you know? I'm just sitting there laughing going, you got to be kidding me. How stupid is that? You got if two people, those two can find happiness together. Oh, God bless them. That's great. But you know what? It's the camera guys in the NFL and all this stuff. Get the camera off them and keep it on the field where it should be. There you go, Max. That's my rant. Uh, but when they had them together, technically she was on the field with them. Oh, that's okay. See, that's yeah, okay yeah. there. See, that, that, see that, okay, that that's good. Okay, okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, what are you thinking about yeah, this? No, I mean, no. you know, I, mean, I know it's I mean, the this, curveball. This ball. is annoying. It, it, it's it's no, it's annoying um, because plenty of other athletes have dated other entertainers. Right. I think is the best way of trying to you know do this, but yet for some reason the NFL is obsessed with. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Well, let me ask you situation. this. Okay, let me throw this in at you because it just, just came rolling through my noggin. What would be okay. bigger in this day and age? Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey or Joe DiMaggio and the blonde uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe? I mean, I mean, if you That's had probably today's... a pretty good equivalent, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking it just, yeah, that you is. know, these things yeah. every now and then I have my moments of sanity, you know. So the point being is who, who do you think would create a bigger dust up? I, I gotta believe it would be Joe DiMaggio Dim- and, and yeah, DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe would probably be would probably be a very very good equivalent uh, to what this Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift situation is. But what if Joe and 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 uh, what was her name? Oh, Marilyn. <laughs> I keep forgetting her. <laughs> this yeah, it's Monday morning. Come on, you know. So I got it's Joe only Di- cup number two. <laughs> It's only cup number two of coffee, Wolf. I understand. <laughs> you, you read my mind, brother. So <laughs> I'm sitting there and go, all right, you got Marilyn Monroe and you got Joe DiMaggio, but put them in context of today. If they were, like, really together today in 2024 at the peak of their 
powers. Popularity. <laughs> you know, yeah, popularity, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what you think? No, no, no they, they win. They win. Because okay. you have to think, it caused a buzz back then, and there was no social media. <laughs> That's true. You know, there, there, there was no. It was, it was how many newsies and guys with really large, awkward cameras with with real light bulbs in them <clears throat> can get into space and take pictures. I mean, imagine if they had smartphones back then. Wow. Or you had social media. I mean, it would have been a fr- like they would have not have had any peace. Um, and every time she came to a game or came to the dugout or whatever, um, you know, that would have been blown up. But, you know, I do say this. It's really funny and weird almost how obsessed they are with Taylor Swift. It's like you have a, it's now, like you have a bunch of te- Wh- Who's they? The, what? The, the NFL, the media companies, the okay. three-letter agencies and companies that work for, you know, that have contracts with to broadcast these. All right, so we're because, not talking CIA or FBI, right? <laughs> no, we're talking CBS, ABC, NBC. Okay. Just making sure that I get my spot. Those would right. be the alphabet boys, by the way. Um, uh, but the three-letter companies, um, you know, or it's, it's just, it, it's really like obsessive-compulsive, I would say, almost to a degree. Or, or Every every teenage, <clears throat> you know, girl dad that's in there is making sure that they appease their child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like by showing this, all the guys that have that have girls right. that are in the production side of it. Okay, we got to show Taylor again. Got to show Taylor again. Okay, what's she doing now? Okay, I can't I can't take it anymore. I got to see what she's doing. And it's like boom, boom. She, guess what? She's not moving from the suite. I can tell you that. She's not no. It's an away game, too. She's going to be in the suite the entire time. So it's not like you're going to lose her in a crowd at right. any point. No. So, I mean, it's one of those things. It is annoying. And <clears throat> I was rooting for the anti-Swifty Super Bowl. <laughs> so, full disclosure there. Um, even though I know that that would have meant the Baltimore Ravens going. And see, I could I, not bring myself to root for the Ravens. I just couldn't do it. I, I tried. I, I know. I, you know what? James Ferrier said the same thing to me. Did he? And then gave me hell about it, <clears throat> saying that, you know, that, that that's not real rivalry. How could you root for them? It's because I did not want to see any more Taylor Swift, at the, you know, <laughs> on football Sunday. So that disdain... And there's nothing wrong with her. You know, her music's fine. My kids I don't love her as an artist. Music, you know. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it that doesn't, but it's the, like, the amount of attention that has come because of this. It is exhausting. It is fatiguing. And when you got to answer questions for that, I would rather see the Ravens in the Super Bowl um than to deal with another week with, with Taylor Swift. So you're saying two more weeks, process. Max. Two, yeah, two more. We got, two, more weeks. got two more. Yeah, weeks. That, that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, th- I'm thinking it's one week till I have to I be in she, Vegas. I heard she got. I heard she got a suite for the Pro Bowl too. No. <laughs> well, he's not participating though. So <laughs> nobody's participating. It's a series <laughs> yeah. of athletic games. Like whoop de do. It's a recess. Oh, it's that's terrible. I'm telling you, that's just terrible. It's. 
you know, it's a smack in the face of all the pro bowlers that have gone before him that have labored on the field of play. I've gone out there and laid it on the line, you know. Here's one of those things, though, guys. The, yeah. the, the, the Taylor Swift in the NFL thing has become like a Kardashians thing in the sense of the more that you scream and yell and stomp your feet that you don't like it and you want it to go away, you're just throwing gasoline on the fire. But who's lighting the fire? I mean, who is is it the network guys? Totally, I mean. But here's the again, this is like the people that complain about what's on CNN or what's on Fox. They are giving the audience what it wants. Yeah, cuz even and, though and, even though you're complaining about it, you're still looking at it. And that's the thing. You might be hate watching it, but you're still talking about it. You opened the show with it today. People are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and whatever commenting how much oh, I can't stand Taylor Swift. Get her out of the NFL. All you're doing is feeding the beast. See, I, I don't really care, you know, except for they don't have to keep showing her in the suite all the time. Unless there's a Jason Kelsey who's going to go shirt. But think about this. But don't, get, we, don't we do this every – no, but, it, again, but this is on another level. How many times – This is get, on another level. You get Jason Kelsey going shirtless, chugging a beer, and jumping out of the, the suite window. I mean, come on. <clears throat> Like yeah, this again. Yeah. This is on another. It's level. gonna be tough to do that in Allegiant, though. I'm just gonna say you, it's a little bit different. It's no, he's got to get one of those so. suites down in the end zone. One of those leather couch suites down in the end zone. Well, no. Here's the thing: if he if he jumps on the field from the Winfield Club, yeah. he will get arrested. So yeah, yeah. you can't enter the field without a credential, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. There's a big drop there too if you're in one of the other suites. Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Winfield Club. The problem is, though, he I, I don't want him dancing on a table. He'll have access to a table to dance on. Oh, on no, that, that, that's, that's not good. That's not good. You know, that would yeah, be no. inappropriate at the very no, least. Just, just a dash. Just a dash. Just a but, dash. Just a all dash. right. So think about it. You know, you got this situation now. Where are they, are they gonna, is there going to be enough public outcry that you kind of like, okay, just cool it with the sweet shots. I'm sure there's, nope. a, there's a couple things. Nope. Nope, nope, you don't think? When, nope, when Jack all. goes to Lakers games, do they stop showing him on the sideline? Jack who? Nicholson. Jack. Oh, uh, him. Do you, now, you realize he does not know that, Wes. I don't know why you gave that analogy. <laughs> That's the most famous example of an athlete being tied to a sports team, though, isn't it? Jack's almost as famous as for being the, on the sidelines at every Lakers game as he is the Shining. I, I just think it's interesting every now or and Billy then. Billy Crystal with the Clippers? Huh? Huh? Oh, huh? yeah. No, I, no. I, Billy Crystal. Spike Clippers. Lee with the Knicks? I mean. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah, there we go. There we go. Wow. Man. So, well, what's the deal then? Do we, do we just like, we're going to totally ban Taylor Swift? Is there going to be like a burning of the records? Like you know, at uh, Chicago, <laughs> like, at the, the, like the Beatles, <laughs> yeah, the All Star Game, whatever. No, it was, yeah. it was, um, it was uh, what, what, disco. It was disco inferno night when they burned all the 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 forty fives on the field. You don't think that, so? That'll that'll never happen. Happen. I know, I know that'll what you're talking about. Uh, no, no, that'll no. I don't happen. think so. I just, I just found it fascinating that someone yells out from the crowd at her, "You're ruining the NFL." Going, oh well, yeah, no. they're an angry Ravens fan. What do you expect? I well, mean. That's, you know what? I did not even. That should have been the first consideration. What am I thinking? Of course, it would be just one of the ugly Ravens fans, you know, just just drenched in purple as it's dumping try, buckets try, there in Baltimore. Try, try, trying to trying to change and askew your your viewpoint, Wolf. Shame.
Oh, it's just shameful. Instead of happy Taylor Swift, could we get more sad Jim Harbaugh shots? I mean, he had to be there in the suite somewhere, right? Sad that his brother was, you know, not going to go to the Super Bowl. But here's the thing. No, they they showed Jim during the game. Did they? they? Yeah, I must have missed that. Yeah, he was in the suite. Um, But here's my thing. I felt like he had to be a little happy. For sure. Why is that? Yeah, no. It's brotherly competition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because no way. He, didn't, he didn't want his brother having a one up on him. No, I know? don't believe that. No, absolutely. Talk. I mean, they've talked about it before. Really? <clears throat> like they're competitive during you know during the holidays and stuff. Uh, you know when when, when they would, when they would talk about stuff during the holidays like Thanksgiving. It was like tense. So, no kidding. See, I would yeah, never, so. I would never feel that way towards my brothers. I mean, you know, win, win whatever you can. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, but your brother's already yeah. got one. I mean, you don't want him to get two before you get one, do you? <laughs> and, yeah. and, and and the other one has a college ring, but, I mean, what's a college ring versus a Super Bowl oh, ring? I know. Yeah, especially when you won that Super Bowl ring against your brother. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, so, yeah. The Harbaugh Bowl, remember? How, how I don't even is. remember the Harbaugh Bowl. 11 years ago when the Ravens beat the Niners. Listen, I can't remember the what lights, I had for The lunch lights yesterday. went out at the stadium in yes. New Orleans. It was in New Orleans, yeah. Oh, and okay, said yeah. It, was James, it was James Harrison that turned the lights out. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that was a meme around Pittsburgh. That was, um, that was funny. Now, that was funny. I forgot that. That was yeah. almost as good as the AFC Championship game up in, in New England when they when uh, we had the early the, – the, uh, the, uh, the fire alarm went off at like 5 a.m. I'll never forget. And they, and they oh, put the yeah. meme of Belichick as a as a <laughs> pulling uh, the fire alarm. Yeah, pulling the yeah, fire alarm. Even that. though he, they said, "Oh, we, we we saw there was a new uh, maintenance guy that was on the job." And they showed they showed Belichick like in this maintenance outfit pulling a fire alarm. <laughs> oh my oh, god, man, was that nasty? <sighs> that was uh, yeah. <clears throat> I can't even imagine that. That that would have sucked. Oh, it did. You know that what? I didn't sucked. even leave the room. And I, I looked out, I saw the, the, the fire truck coming, and I'm like, going, oh. you know, I don't hear people like <laughs> running and stuff like that. Yeah, I had a feeling that I bet somebody. that was Brady. Yeah, you know, it was, I had a feeling that it was just a false alarm, and they went, like, after, like, 10 minutes, like, gone. Of course, I, if I'd uh, been wrong, that really would have been bad. <laughs> Could have been bad. Yeah, that, 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 that would have been bad. Would have, would, have, <clears throat> would have totally been bad. But getting back to our initial premise, is Taylor Swift ruining the NFL. Some people apparently in Baltimore, obviously non-Taylor Swift fans, um, they apparently feel that she is ruining the game. So we're going to leave that question hang all day, maybe hang all week as we proceed and move along. But your final word on it, Max, is it a yay or nay? It is not a yay or a nay. Okay. It is inevitability. Inevitability. Boy, that's that's really taking a stand there, bud. <laughs> I wanted to plant I wanted to plant my flag in a firm gray area. <laughs> and know. you succeeded. Yeah, well, because here's my thing is I have to talk about it regardless. Like it's right? so it's inevitable, you know, that if Kansas City won, this is going to be a topic. And now that San Francisco's won, we've now got to talk about Brock Purdy and disrespect versus respect. And, 
He's Mr. Irrelevant. He's a football player now, okay? Right. He is not who he was drafted. The You know what the draft is for? What's that? The draft is for the invitation to open the door to the NFL. That's all it is. First round, seventh round, undrafted free agent. All you're looking for is the opportunity. And that's what that did for him. And he has taken it and ran away with it. So, you know what? Bef- I don't, I, we, let's make that the next topic. Because okay. I, I don't want. Because I'll go on a rant for about five more minutes. Okay, and well, I will be. Like, I'll be like you. All right, we got to go to break. Because who do we got coming up? We got oh, Rob we got King. King. The King is in the castle coming up. Well, he's going to be long distance right. castle. He's in his. Well, we, uh, got, we got to throw the salvo though before at the castle. Oh, absolutely. Because we got it. There you go. The opening round right. has been fired, and we'll be back with more because we got the Kinger coming, and we're going to find out is he a, is he a Swifty? <laughs> All this and more when we come back. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, la, la. Oh, well. King in the castle. King in the castle. I have a chair. I have a chair. Oh, go do this. Go do this. King in the castle. Well, we know who that is. When you hear the Borata coming, you got to answer the door. And who better to walk through that door than the man himself, the king? That's right. Mr. Rob King is now inside the locker room or the king has entered the castle. However you want to look at Fortress of Solitude, we can go Superman style. Doesn't matter. But Rob King is here. Uh, Rob, interesting days yesterday. How You know, first of all, how has your how how is your how is your bye week and off week been? How was how was last week for you? Um, you know, and how, uh, how are you doing now? Sad, a, yeah, a little sad that it wasn't still going on. You know, um, I expected to uh, you know do the power hour and then do the locker room with you guys, and then later that day, you know, get, get together with Max and uh, 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 get together with Matt Williamson and Wolf, and you know, it, it, my uh, yeah, all that went away. You know, uh, so disappointing. Uh, great to watch football yesterday, um, and looking forward already to uh, to 2024 for the Steelers. All right, Kinger, let's cut to the chase. Yesterday, yesterday as Taylor Swift and Travis were leaving the the Ravenites uh, Stadium, there they yelled out, "You're ruining football to poor Miss Taylor." Now, are you a Swifty? Oh my goodness! First of all, are you? A- <laughs> okay, so let me. I'll tell you. Let me tell you this. So, okay. um, I know less about pop culture than probably anybody you know. No, I don't know. No, no, you're talking to somebody. You're talking to somebody that probably knows less. <laughs> I don't know a single Taylor Swift song. I really yeah, don't. Me neither. Um, I know she's, uh, you know, she's talented. Um, you know, I think she plays multiple instruments. I believe she sings. She writes music. Uh, she's a superstar. She's a superstar. I, I don't understand i don't get why people are so upset but you know i'm not easily upset about a lot of stuff that that seems to bother people um you know i like uh i like the game of football i love the game of football and if they show a shot at taylor swift that's okay with me i i don't i don't care i 
you know, this seems to have gotten not only um, about Taylor Swift, it seems to have gotten like almost political. It's crazy. <laughs> to me, she's a young lady who's dating a football player. Right. And she's famous and they show shots of her and that's that. You know, she's not parade. It doesn't feel to me like she's seeking attention. By the way, you know, if you step back and took a, world, a look around the globe and asked somebody who's more, who's bigger, Taylor Swift or the NFL, <laughs> you know, we're not even talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey we're, or, the, or the Chiefs. She, you know, she is massive worldwide. That's all. That's all I really know about her. So, I'm. You're a Swifty, okay aren't you? Me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know anything about her. I, I don't know. Any, I, I just heard the. I just heard the term Swifty like a couple months ago. Gentlemen, okay. gentlemen, I, you I ready? You ready for this? Okay. Wait a minute. What do we got? Yeah. The NFL has 29 million followers on Instagram. A little over 29 million followers on Instagram. Okay. How many do you think Taylor Swift has? I don't know. More than that? 279 million oh followers wow. on Instagram. Right. Proving you exactly right, Rob King. Yeah. A- any notion that she's in this for publicity or whatever, I think she's just a young lady dating a football player, and she happens to be famous. <laughs> and you know what? If you're the networks and you see a famous person in there, I mean, listen, how many times do we see, uh, you know, the cameras of, let's say, a Fox telecast? And, oh, there's somebody in attendance. Oh, you can see their show on Tuesday. And, oh, by the way, we happen to have this actor who's on a Fox show. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and that's like that's self-aggrandizement. Uh, now, this is just a young lady going to that, – that's the way it looks to me. She's a young lady going to a football game, happens to be dating a football player. She's famous. They show shots of her. It doesn't – it doesn't – interrupt or bother my Sunday afternoon, even one iota. You know, I'm dying. Hey, hey, Max, what do you think? Let's have, let's have Wes look up Rob King and see if he follows Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I, exactly. I can tell you. That. Now, now you're asking me this, Wolf. I, do you, you, you don't, do you not like it? No, I'm just laughing. Just having fun. Oh, okay. Right, I yeah. thought it was absolutely yeah, okay. ludicrous when I heard somebody yelling, you're ruining the NFL. And one of those, and as Max yeah, pointed yeah. out, those unruly Baltimore fans, why am I even paying attention to that? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, These I are the think, same fans that are walking silly. around like zombies today. They, they can't believe what happened. <laughs> Matt, what's, but, what's but, Max's take on this? Max, are you, do, do you, what do you think about the Taylor Swift phenomenon here with, Travis. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, we, we talked about it earlier. Like, I felt like NFL players have dated celebrities uh, for for as long as time goes back. Um, and we've had we've had we've had people who have dated. I mean, hell, Tom Brady was married to the number one supermodel in the world, and we didn't see as right. much uh, Giselle as we as we have saw. Uh, oh, Travis they, were, they weren't Taylor afraid. Smith. They weren't afraid to show a shot of her in the booth. You know, they weren't. I mean, afraid they would to show, show a shot. A shot. In the booth, but they yeah. also, it wasn't every single game, like the momentum of, well, where is she going yeah. to be during the game? It, no, it, it was, yeah. it was like, Hey, Hey, there's Tom Brady's wife, Giselle bunch not girlfriend that he's been dating his full on wife. And you would get a right. shot at the end of the game, good or bad. Well, I but guess I, they I guess show Taylor degrees, Swift after though, right? every touchdown. Yeah, there's degrees of well, it. Well, she's she and, yeah, and she's bigger on, than Giselle. Time. I mean, as much yeah, as much as Giselle yeah, right was a, yeah. a, was an international superstar, Taylor Swift was, you know, twenty times uh, whatever her Instagram wolf or uh, Wes uh, coming up with the Instagram followers <laughs> or or all that other stuff. Um, and 
and I guess part of me is I don't give two seconds of thought to where she's going to be before the game starts, uh, nor where she's going to be where the game ends, nor where she's going to be when the game is going on. So if they show a shot of her, I'm like, okay, whatever. I just shrug my shoulders. It doesn't make any – if they showed less of her, I'd, I'd be fine with it. If they showed the same amount of her, I'd be fine. It doesn't – it just doesn't – it doesn't bother me. Um, it doesn't bother me. And if people are bothered, they're bothered. It doesn't bother me. Let me ask you, who do you think would be bigger? All right, you got Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, or what if in this day and age, Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe? Huh? I mean, wow. that wouldn't that be something? Wow. That that would be that would be something, and there'd probably be pictures, and they were married. There'd probably be pictures of Mrs. DiMaggio up in the uh, – uh, the owner's box at uh, Yankee Stadium. I'm sure that they, there would be no lack of cameras on on uh, on Marilyn Monroe if that were the case. That's a, that's a, that's very interesting, Wolf. Good call. You know, I have my moments every now and then. Just, just yeah, moments. That, that, that was a, that was a proper equivalent. That was a proper equivalent. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right, let's break it down. We're talking Kansas City. We're talking uh, the fact they went in uh, and, and and whooped up. What do you what do you think about it? Yeah, I, I'm. I did not think. I saw Kansas City play several times down the stretch. They did not look good. I thought they were vulnerable. Of all, you know, when I when I thought there was a chance that the Steelers might be playing them instead of Buffalo, um, my reaction was bring it on. Um, I am. I'm. I'm very surprised that they got through the AFC. I didn't think they'd get through Buffalo. I didn't think they'd beat Baltimore. Um, I mean, I think this, you know, underlines and underscores the greatness of, of, uh, of Patrick Mahomes. The defense has been outstanding. Um, I, I, I did not think that they were going to be the AFC champions. I, I, it's just, to me, it's a remarkable run that they went on um, because they just, they simply, I, like I said, I saw them play a bunch. They didn't look good down this stretch. Were they five and five in their last 10 games, something like that? I mean, it, it wasn't very good. It wasn't very impressive. Um, and yet, here they are going to another Super Bowl. It's, it's incredible, I think. No, it, it is. I mean, dynasty is in full effect. Oop, sorry. Voice yeah. Again. <clears throat> yeah, dynasty is in full effect here. And, you know, I really, I, you know, I don't think the more talented team won. I think the more experienced teams won yesterday in general. And that experience will outplay talent because that's what we saw in not only this game, but in both games. But for Kansas City, like you said, I mean, they looked average at best. But yet, the last three games, nobody has been able to top them. And when it comes to winner take all, this team knows it better than anybody else. They average AFC championship game appearances over the last six years. They've been in the yeah. last six straight. You it's know, incredible. <laughs> it really is incredible. Yeah, that that's that's mind blowing. And now you realize they can do it on the road because they had it at home the previous five, and now number six they take it on the road and. They got shut out the entire second half, and it didn't matter. Think about that. You got shut out right. in a complete half of football, and your 17 points you scored in the first half were good enough to win the game. That, that's just that, – that's, that's unreal. What does that say well, about 
about uh, Lamar Jackson? What do you think? Uh, but by the way, I did, the point I was going to say quickly. Um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think that there was a stark. You know, no, no, no. I got. I, I want to answer that. There's a stark difference to me between how, uh, you know, they handled that second half versus how the Lions handled their second half. Completely different. The experience, I think. You know, also you're talking about the coaching staff, uh, the quarterback play, Mahomes understanding how to manage a lead, um, understanding that a mistake um, was something that could bring Baltimore back into play, not panicking, um, relying on their underrated and very good defense. Um, as far as Lamar, you know, uh, boy, that's, you know, I, I think Lamar is a great player, obviously. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not breaking any ground here. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think that they did him a lot of favors. They didn't run the ball a lot. You know, they didn't run the yes, ball absolutely. early down very often in the yes. game. And I thought they really – I thought – and, again, you talk about, you know, the coaching staffs and not that Todd Munkin hasn't been around, but that seemed to me to be something that would have helped Lamar out had they run the football more and tried to establish the run. Um, and they didn't. And Kansas City kind of stayed with the run. And, uh, and, and I thought they, you know, um, I, I thought that was a difference in the game that they, so I think it says less about Lamar. Um, and there were several drops in this game, uh, that certainly yeah. didn't help. Yeah. Lamar. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that, that was one of my things I was going to say is, you know, the zebra tried to change its stripes in this game, meaning that. You know, for Baltimore, they got away from what got them there. And the game plan looked very cautious, almost like they were trying to prove a point that Lamar was a pocket quarterback or something. Because everything right. was standard run, standard drop back. And, and, and you know, and Kansas City did a great job. They're like, hey, y'all want him in the pocket? We'll keep him in the pocket for you. Mm. <laughs> Our rush will dictate that, and they didn't try as much RPO stuff. They didn't get him out on the edges, give him two-way goes, and it was just – it was a very vanilla game plan as though you were trying to, like, prove some type of point, which I didn't get, and you did not – it did not look like Baltimore football from the regular season, and that was kind right. of strange to me, um, but like I said – I mean, you played right into Kansas City's hands. They're like, listen, we were expecting all this other stuff. You're going to give us easy stuff? Okay, we're going to have the, the spy that will then add blitz if he's going to stay in the pocket, which he did. And they got to him. They affected him. They constricted him from, from all sides. <clears throat> you didn't give him really as many two-way goes. And, and that's what we saw in this game. So it was, it was very weird to see that. And I know, you know, listen, there's not a single Steeler fan out there crying a tear. Um but you know what? <laughs> no. I re yeah, you know, I mean, so, but I'm like one of those weird guys where I was like, you know what? If Baltimore makes it to the Super Bowl, you know, I was like, man, think about how good our division is. Like, we, we would be the division that if you come out of it, <clears throat> you were definitely in, the, in, in, you know, you came through a, a gauntlet. Because think about this. We swept the Baltimore Ravens this year. So how, right. you know, so that would have made me feel better about our season even more so if it's like oh look at baltimore's there that's right because they didn't get to see us you know what i'm saying like because it would have it would have been a complete and utter sweep 
um, had we seen them a third time. You know, I would I would have had all of these built-in arguments in my head about how you know how much better we are and looking at you know a team. It, it reminded me of back when I was in college, um, LSU my senior year won the national you know split the national title with uh, USC. They won the BCS and USC won the AP that year. Um, and I just remember, I used to, I used to tell Justin Vincent this one of my teammates because he was on that squad, and uh, I was like I was like, hey JV, I'm like, did you guys go undefeated? He's like, no. <laughs> I said, who's that team that beat y'all? Oh, that's right, my Florida Gators beat you. That's right, we're the one on your trophy. You're welcome. <laughs> Max Starks, Florida Gators. Yeah, you got it right, Wes. That's right. It, it, you know, you always look for those little things that have been like. Hey, hey, Baltimore, yeah, you won the Super Bowl trophy? I was like, hey, uh, who swept you? Okay, that's right. Okay, that's right. The Pittsburgh Steelers did. Um, you know, so, I, and I looked at, you know, the dominance of our division being that we had all four teams above 500. It just, I felt like I had some good stories and some and some good cannon fodder had Baltimore won, and that all got poo-pooed when, when you know, Kansas City became Kansas City. And we're getting a Super Bowl rematch. Um, of what, 2018, 2019, um, all over again. Is the it, the Harbaugh Bowl was the last time these two teams saw each other um, in in a Super Bowl, and we're getting that again. And so it's just it's always funny to me, you know, about that because I because I listen, I got I got I got I got I got arrows from my friends, and when I say arrows, that means you know, you man, how could you say that you? I was like, listen, I, I would rather see it because you know what. The division, I'm, I'm like, just think about all the talk that will be and the buzz had they have done that and the fact that they didn't really dominate their division. We had more wins, di- division wins than they did, uh, you know, and, and they and they made it. You know, it just would it would have, you know, there was just so many stories I had brewing in my head had they won. Um, so, so, yeah, but once again, I'm the outlier, so I'm sure I will get more ire from, uh, from the social medias for me saying that on the airwaves, but... It's all good. It's all good. It doesn't matter because Kansas City's there. So I can just stash all of these uh, these arguments in my head and just file them away and probably forget about them by next season. You know what I find interesting, I fellas? Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Rob. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, please. Hey, this is, the, this is the King's time, right? So you go right ahead, buddy. Yes. I got no, a point. I want to know, know, okay. know what you find interesting. Okay. What I found interesting was how this thing started with the, the battle in the warm-up area with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Justin Tucker, and you get a little bro hoo ha as Tunch always says, you don't know how to say that. You can't say that word, but I can't. <laughs> you know. But the fact is, it started this little scuffle stuff in the pregame when you got Kelsey going over and kicking the ball away and throwing, uh, throwing Justin Tucker's helmet to the side. It's crazy because Mahomes needed to warm up, and that, it was kind of crazy. Did you see that? I, I did, and my first question was, and maybe things are different in the NFL than the levels that I played at, but you know, you're supposed to stay on your side of the field, aren't you? Well, I, I mean, what's Justin no, Tucker doing kick, down there kick, where the well, Chiefs kicker, are warming up? Kickers, well, kickers are like Switzerland, you know, because they have I to warm up on both that. sides. I do get that. Yeah. But what, yeah, what's so he doing he, right there? It's almost like he was in, in the way intentionally. I bet that, you yeah. know, I mean, why are you sitting? So, like, if you're at the you're at the 20-yard line and you're stretching out because you're going to kick some field goals on that end and you want to see the wind, and now you go down to the other end and you kick some field goals, and I understand that. That is part of the pregame routine. 
but what are you doing kneeling down at the three-yard line? I, I well, he was, he was stretching that one out. So, so my thing was is that he does, he does this weird thing where he does the leg sweeps from the goal line and kick, you know just does this just stands there and do, does the swinging leg kicks right, right. to work on his motion and then he and then he backs up. I mean a lot of kickers do that that same thing. So you, you stretch your leg, warm it up and then and then you just start going to kick and then you start backing up incrementally. It's like it's like a guy when you you know so I worked as a ball boy for for the Orlando Magic growing up. And so nice. a lot of drills that a lot of NBA guys would do, they go right to the rim and they just work on passes right over the hoop, right? You know, you stand about a foot away, up, and then you take a step back, boom, 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 to get to gauge your distance, engage your range, to start to initiate that kind of muscle memory. So that's that so that's what they do. It's just I guess the timing for Justin Tucker should have gotten out there earlier to do that before, <laughs> right, right. on the Kansas City side of the field. And he did. He got out there at a normal time. And I'm sure normally most teams, you know, especially when you're at home, you know, kind of just give credence to that guy. They'll move their drill. And Kansas City was like, nah, uh, 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 uh. they came in. They came in with the mentality like, no, you're not you're you're not going to push us around. You're not going to force us to change our routine. It's it's like you will conform to our routine. And they had that bully mindset (laughs) from, from the moment they left the locker room and just instilled that in themselves. So I think that's really what it was was that you're establishing a mindset on top of that. And Justin Tucker might have, you know, subliminally been try, trying, to, trying to get a mental edge on them, and they, were, they weren't having it. No, they weren't having it. I just saw a, a, a clip here where they showed Pat Mahomes picking up his little, you know, the thing that holds the ball when you don't have a holder, Justin Tucker. Oh, yeah, the little, it, the picked, little tr- Yeah, team. kicking the key. key. Yeah, key. and he just threw yeah. it, you know, he, he just threw it away. He it was, threw it, then he kicked it a couple times. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then, then you had uh, Kelsey go up there and, and grab his helmet and throw his helmet out of the way. and that, Threw his helmet and the balls. Yeah, and, yeah, was, and, the, yeah and the K balls. Ridiculous. I don't know, it was just very yeah. interesting that you would do this before an AFC championship game. Like, you're going to try to ruffle some feathers or something like that before the actual, you know, the set two begins. Right. Again, uh... You know, I, I don't know what Justin Tucker was doing or trying to do. Um, I mean, would it have been polite, maybe, to hand the uh, the key to Tucker and roll his helmet toward him and, and, and you know, <laughs> nudge the football in his direction instead of throwing it through the back of the end zone? Uh, maybe, but maybe they felt like Justin Tucker was trying to deliver a message and they decided to deliver the message to him. You know, it tells you how far the Ravens organization would go from a Ray Lewis to a Justin Tucker delivering a message. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying, okay? Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. Uh, oh. What about the other game now? We, we, we talked, uh, we got Ravens, Chiefs. Now we got, how did Detroit fold up after a 21-point lead? Look, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, and I said it at the time, um, and, you know, I'm watching the game with my family, and uh, when you're up two scores and, you know, Kansas City's trying to get the momentum back, okay, so they, they come out, they or not, not Kansas City, um, San Francisco, they score, at, okay, fine. You have a chance to kick a field goal and go back up three scores. Look, we can argue all day about momentum in football, but I think that's a momentum changer. I think the team comes out and says, well, geez, now we're midway through the third quarter, and we're not really much closer than when we started this half. You just fought them to a draw, basically, by kicking that field goal. Um, I, I, 
look, I know Dan Campbell does what Dan, Dan Campbell does, and they got there playing that way and being aggressive. But I think there comes a time where you're not being cowardly by managing the game. I, I, I really felt like they should have kicked the field goal there. You know, listen, there's no guarantee they're going to make it, but it was at right. been about a 44-45 yarder. I think you kick the field goal there, you go up by three scores. Now they need three scores to beat you. Yeah. So, but by making it a two-score game, hey, you're one mistake away. Then they march down and score. Then there's your one mistake. Now we're tied. Wow, now who's got the momentum? Well, it ain't you. Um, so, you know, and I, I understand, I think, you know, like he wanted to play his football. He wanted to be true to it. But I, I just think my feeling is that he needed to manage it. The second one, I thought as well. Look, um, again, you're now putting two scores back into play for them. So, and that's exactly what happened. I just don't understand, um, you know, and I, and I watched that, that two-point conversion game, and I thought it was gutsy to go for the win there. But then once that's taken away, I think, you know, you're going for two from the eight-yard line, just kick the extra point uh, in that game against Dallas. So, you know, I, I, I know I'm not alone in thinking that, but I, and, and maybe that makes me old school, but um, I think when you have the, the points and you have a chance to, seize momentum and a chance to go up by three scores um you need to take it when you've got a chance to um you know keep it i I think that would that field goal have tied the game at at the end i forgot um regardless uh i think when you have a chance to take points um in a game of that magnitude yeah it was 34 31 right you take it yeah yeah, Yeah. you kick the field goal there yeah uh you kick the field goal there and 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 you tie the game but now they come down and score and now you need two scores so i i just thought you know, and I, and I know um, I, I know he's going to hear it, but I just think it was that that a little too much bravado. One, I thought too much bravado, and I thought the first one, not going for the first one, completely changed the momentum and the tenor of the game. Mm. Uh, now, if he completes that pass and you and and you take more time off the clock and you score, we're talking about what a great gutsy move it was. And you know, I think one of the announcers said, "Well, you can't you can't judge the outcome." Uh, by you can't judge um you know what they did by the outcome you have to judge it by the intent well this is exactly why you can judge it by the outcome (laughs) you know i mean right i mean there's you have to measure both the upside and the downside as a coach and the downside to me was too big to to go for it on that fourth and two or fourth and three Mm. yeah no you guys agree or disagree yeah no i i completely agree with you rob Yeah. yeah because you, you're in a hostile environment. You're in the away stadium. You've already hit the blitzkrieg on them, right? You've already done what you're supposed to. You went down, first drive of the game, boom, four plays, 75-yard touchdown. You already punched them in the mouth. And once you started to win the rounds, now you got to manage and box. You know, you got to go Floyd Mayweather style, right? You're, you're going, right. For, you're going yep. for the points. You're going for the win to control the tempo of the game. And you can't go all the way down the field and come up with nothing. And you, you, you know, uh, you've got you, you got you got to give me something. If if I'm if I if I'm going to take this trek, I need to see some effort and payoff. And then, of course, for it to be <clears throat> a game that's three points that you lose by, and you had an opportunity to quote unquote tie, and at that point would have went ahead. I mean, you 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 have to take the points. You've done it. You realize they were going to adjust, 
and they started to adjust, you know, by the end of that first half, you have to know that the adjustment was coming and you've got to just keep pace. Continue. The more points you put on the board, whether they're field goals or touchdowns, that's, that's enough. That's enough in those moments. But that's where I talked about experience came to play. Yep. Right. Agreed. You know, Kyle Shanahan's been to the NFC championship game a number of times as the head coach, just like Andy Reid has been to the, in a, to the AFC championship game a number of times as a coach. John Harbaugh has been, but his squad has not. So he should have leaned on, you know, a little more experience. Like, Hey man, Hey, this, this doesn't look right. Todd, I know you're in college the last couple of years. Here's what we need to do. And also for Dan Campbell, it's like, you know, this was this is a valuable learning curve for him. Like you got to take the points when the points present themselves. And I don't, I don't fault, like you said, I don't fault the aggressive because that's how they got here. But at the same time, you know, some wisdom has to kick in, and there's no cowardice in taking the field goal. Like that's why you got a kicker on the team. Well, if you didn't want field goals, is, you wouldn't have a you wouldn't have a field goal kicker. The other thing is too, Max. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Is that you know, people talk and, and use the word learning curve, and I know you did it advisedly, and, and people are talking about, well, I think they said in the pregame, well, they're, they've arrived maybe a year ahead of schedule. Okay, that's great. And maybe they're going to go to four more NFC championship games, right, in the next six years. But here's the other thing. Maybe they're not, you know. Maybe this was yeah. your best chance to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, these things are not given, and these things are not promised. So to, to just blithely say, well, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, next year, you know, well, who's, who's, who's to say there's going to be a next year? So I, I think that when you have an opportunity like that and it slipped away, I just think, I think it's going to be a long off season for Detroit. They're going to be thinking about this, I think, for a long time because they had every opportunity to get to the Super Bowl and maybe win a Super Bowl, and it didn't happen. Yeah, there's no question about it. And that would have been – could you imagine the Motor City in the biggest show on earth – you know, in one during the year, it just would have been that. I, I'm so disappointed because Detroit Buffalo would have been just unbelievable. Oh, but uh, you yeah, know, man, it could have yeah, been and, the and battle I, of the I, wings I and pizzas. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, 57, 1957. I'd have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure Bobby Lane was still their quarterback in Detroit when they won that championship before yep. he came to the Steelers. Um, you know, that's a long time between championships. And 35,000 people at their stadium just to root on the team. I mean, it, it was – I was, you know, with no real dog in the in the fight, I was rooting for the Lions. And to, and to see them come up short, um, I think it would have just been a great, fun story. And uh, that's the way it goes. Yes, you're absolutely right, Rob. It, that's the way it goes. And uh, we, got, we got two really good teams that will be in the Super Bowl that have uh, that earned their way there. So, you know, like it or hate it, this is happening. And it's going to be, uh, I, think, I think, a really good matchup. Uh, Rob, we appreciate the time, the, the extended amount of time, especially. <laughs> As always, thank you for always coming into the locker room with us. We appreciate you this season, and we can't wait to do it again next year. This is the final week of the locker room. So thank you. Thank you, King, for coming into the castle. And, uh, and and enjoying us and regaling us with tales. We do appreciate it. Thank so, you, Max, brother. Yeah. Max and Wolf, you guys have made it so much fun, man. Thank you. All right. That was Rob King. We're going to step aside. We'll be back with more inside the locker room here on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and SNR Radio.
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, it was the last time with the king in the castle. Rob King was just love always talking with him, don't we, Max? And the fact is... We got our money's worth from the guy, didn't we? <laughs> we kept him on for just about the whole period here in the, in, in the back end of the first hour. So coming up is the next hour with Max leading off. The number's 412 want to find out, are you a Swifty? Did you, do you think Taylor Swift is ruining the NFL? And we have a host of other things going on. So stay tuned for more. Coming right back after this. Again, 412-919-1316. Be back after this. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.